thank you for joining me again for another episode of Just a Nurse Talking About Shit. Um, this episode, I wanted to come on here and shoot a quick video about, um, not a video, excuse me, a, a quick session about superficial mindset. Um, society has convinced us that um, everything is meant to be superficial. And what I mean by that is um, it seems as if especially for us women, we are um, super sexualized in, in the media and everywhere else. And before I get started, though, I need to make the disclaimer that the music playing in the background, I do not own the rights. Um, I am just a music fanatic and I love music. I listen to it all day and it's usually playing when I'm shooting videos, doing homework or whatever it is that I may be doing throughout my day. But it is... Um, not my music and so therefore I wanted to put that disclaimer out there and let you know that um, but just back to my topic about um, us, us living in a society that is enforcing us to be extremely superficial and the reason why I wanted to talk about this topic um, is because for one thing um, I had a, co a couple conversations with some people um, and they were speaking about people's appearance, especially like when you're shooting videos and that sort of thing. And I get it. You know, you want to try to dress up and look the part on some instances. But why is what are outside? Why is that so much more important than what's between our ears? I think about this because. I had a conversation with someone the other day and, and that person was telling me that um, I had done a video and I had on a tank top and I was like, so, so what? That's me. That's, that's just how I am. You know, I'm shooting these videos to get information out. And if my appearance is that much of a turnoff, then maybe the person listening needs to do some inner work because that is beside the point. It should not matter what the outside looks like. It should be about what is coming out of my mouth. Because if you think about it, there is a ton of homeless people out there who are dirty and, and look rough and all these things, but they are a wealth of knowledge. So because they're homeless, we automatically discount them as being worthy of having a word of wisdom. And that sells us, uh, that, that sets us up for um that cheats us out of opportunity for gaining knowledge and wisdom from somebody who may have been hard on luck, you know, who, who, who may have mental illness or, you know, can't survive in this society in the way that um, is, is a filled with financial abundance is what I'll call it. But it does not make them stupid. It does not take away from their ability to um, give you information or knowledge. It doesn't take away from them having a, 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 a sound mind, even people with schizophrenia and that sort of thing. Those people, just because they may have a mental break in, in their diagnosis or whatever, it does not mean that they're stupid. They may have a lot of knowledge that is just buried in there, but they're discounted because of how they look. So, um, back to the person I was speaking on before, he was telling me, you know, he had, um, and I know you're going to listen to this and I, I would never say who you are, but I just want to point this out because I think it's a very, very sound, um, topic to, or, uh, point to bring up 
because it just points out how superficial we can be and how judgmental we can be. So he said I um, he had uh, met up with with someone who was selling life insurance and he looked at his shoes and said, I'm not buying nothing from him. He might be trying to con me. And I'm thinking to myself, I said, why? Why? Why off of this person's shoes does that mean that they're going to rob you? That just doesn't make any sense to me. I, I was I was like, you know, I could see if he was trying to sell you shoes, then sure. You know, you don't want to buy shoes from someone who doesn't have on a good pair of shoes. And it was, I was kind of using the example that, you know, if I'm going to get my hair done by somebody and every time I go see this person, their hair is all over the place and I've never seen their hair done, never seen any of their work. No, you can't touch my hair, sis. Sorry, you just can't because you're you're supposed to be, um, if you're providing service in that kind of way, you kind of got to be your own billboard when you're providing a service such as doing hair or if you were providing a serv a service as a stylist, but you are dressed not so, you're not dressed very well. You're not really going to sell much because of how you're dressed if you're a stylist. Or if you're a shoe salesman and your shoes got holes in them, you're not probably going to be able to sell too many shoes to people. However, if you're an insurance salesman and you're trying to sell insurance policies, what does your shoes have to do with it? And I was thinking, I was like, okay, so what if, just what if, take away your judgment, just what if it was this person ran up on hard times and they are just getting back to work and this is their first opportunity of work and all they could afford or all they had was those raggedy shoes. Does that mean that they're going to cheat you? Or is it a possibility that your commission from the sale that they make from you would be just enough for them to not only be able to put food on their table, but also help them um, get a new pair of shoes? So I, I just am wanting to bring up this topic about us being so superficial and always looking at a person's out, outward appearance before having an opportunity to get to know the inside of them. Because looks change all the time. Body sizes and shapes change all the time. As we age, our faces change over the years. That's inevitable for everybody. You know, and if you're not into this plastic surgery and going to get facelifts and all these other kind of things, then you're going to run the risk of not looking the same as you did as a child. And that's just how human nature is. But does that mean that because your face has changed and you may not have makeup on or you don't have your hair done or whatever and you're just speaking wisdom to people that your words should be discounted because of how you look. Another thing about this superficial thing that I wanted to discuss was the idea that us women, we have to do better. I am all for women's empowerment. That is what my motto is. That on my blog, www.introvertednurseshell.com my coaching business, www.blossomingsoulsllc.com, um, this YouTube channel, my podcast, all of, everything that I, I try to promote is based on women's empowerment. So never am I a, a um, shamer of a woman on her decisions on what she wants to do with her body, if she wants to get plastic surgery or whatever. I'm a strong proponent. If that's what you want to do, sis, knock yourself out. Just be safe with it. However, why is it, especially us women of color, why is it that we always got to show up with our asses first? 
And what I mean by that is, you know, back in the 60s, women had style and, and you know, class and dignity and, and, and all of that about themselves, you know, um, where they didn't have to be unless you were going to like a um, I don't even know what they were called back then, but similar to like a strip club, unless you were going to something like that, then sure. But if you go on social media how many women do you see on there on an average basis that is taking pictures or videos or whatever, leading with their ass, always twerking, all these, it just, everything is sexualized. When does it stop, ladies? We have to come and show up better than that. We're more than our bodies. But then want to get upset when someone disrespects you or whatever, because you've allowed yourself to be sexualized. And I'm not saying that because you are sexualized that that gives someone else permission to disrespect you in that way, but you kind of open that door. So what happened to us having that self-respect and dignity where we show up with our brains over our bodies? And again, I'm not I'm not down in no woman. I am a supporter of any woman that wants to do whatever she wants to do, but I'm just questioning would we be able to do as much if we didn't always allow ourselves to be placed in the box of, oh, she got a fat ass, or she can twerk this way, or she can do this with her body, or she's thick in this way. And da, 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 da. why is that all that we, it, it seems like that is the basis of, of, of all conversation, especially when it is coming to us women of color, especially when you're talking about like, social media influencers and sort of thing. They usually become influencers because they they use their body to get them there. It, it hardly ever is about intellect. And that's uh, and I could be wrong and I, I might be generalizing quite a bit, but I'm just basing this off of my own experience on what I've witnessed and what I've seen. I, I just get tired of always seeing a woman showing up first with her ass like why can't we do better like why can't we promote education and and that we got little girls looking up to us who who are one day going to be where we are like and what happens when your body is no longer available to you in that way then what then what do you do like so and I'm not saying that because you show up with your body first that you're stupid. I'm not saying that. Like I'm, I'm not saying you're not educated. I'm not saying that at all. Look at Megan the Stallion. She got her her bachelor's degree while doing all the things that she does. She was she followed her dream and went after it and I'm very proud of her or whatever, but at the end of the day it, it it often gets overshadowed because you know her more so for her knees and the fact that she can twerk over her education that's how she became famous not just her rapping but also because of how she could do what she can do with her body and again i'm gonna say it again i'm not discounting a woman for her body parts i'm not shaming anybody i just want to know why are we so superficial when that is the least of our problems we've got so much more stuff going on so many more battles to issue through that we need all hands on deck and we can't have everybody on deck that wants to show her ass. Like we, we lose merit when we do that. We, we, we almost, um, uh, not that we're seeking inclusion. However, we still want a seat at the table. 
And and as and I know we need to be making our own seats on our own tables, but in the meantime, we still need a seat at the table because if we're if we're ever going to get out of the mess and the rut that we're in, we're going to have to show up better. And then our young men, when are you going to stop um, in sexualizing females? When especially if you have daughters. But in addition to that, when are you going to stop looking at another black man that looks like you like he's trash and be willing to take a gun or something to him and and take away his life, which is a permanent act over something so small and petty? And it makes no sense to only end up not only or um, excuse me, not to only end up either dead yourself eventually or in a jail cell. How does that help your people? Like, I, I just don't understand. Well, I, I, I'm speaking way too fast and I'm, I'm speaking quicker than my um, my brain is generating what I'm trying to say. I do understand a lot of what we're going through. A lot of what we're, we're dealing with and living through is the result of um, not only the oppression we've lived through for all of this time, but also it's generational um, brain. I'll call it brain fucking. Excuse my mouth. But that's exactly what it is since slavery. And it, it, it gets passed down unconsciously. You know, if you think back to the time of slavery, when the slave masters used to um, make two black men fight each other to the death. And the one that got to, the one that won got a reward and got a day or something off from working in the field or whatever. But they were pitted against each other to kill each other. Or how about the light skinned? The, the light-skinned versus the dark-skinned, the house one, the house slave versus the field slave. All of that stuff has been passed down generationally. We, have the, we are the one group of people that have been taught to dislike what we look like. And it's so unfortunate. And if we only understood and knew who we were, we are a very, very, very powerful group of people, but we're so brainwashed into hating ourselves that we are falling short. And so as we continue to watch day after day, our young our young boys, because they're boys, even the ones that are in their 40s acting like 12-year-olds, they're boys mentally. As we continue to watch these boys take up arms against people who look just like them, but they won't do that to people who don't look like them. And if they do, it's very rare. Nine times out of 10, it is it is a black a, a black man taking or a black boy taking the life of another black boy. And I'm not saying that there's not other nationalities that that suffered um, violence at the hands of each other. But we're the only ones that are being broadcast across the TV, except for if it's a school shooting. Any other time you don't hear white on white crime or Asian on Asian crime or anything like that. If you happen to hear about an Asian or a white person killing someone, especially a white person, and I'm not trying to be racial with this, but this is just the honest to God truth. Anytime you hear about somebody of another race, particularly white, committing crime on the news, especially murder, there the the broadcast is, oh, they're they're they just had a bad day or they're 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 um suffering through a lot. There's always an excuse for them. However, when it's us that are getting murdered in the street, then we're, we're not only um, villainized by our own people, but we're villainized by them and, and, and we're laying on the, on the concrete dead. Like it, it's so we 
have to change the narrative for us by showing up with a little more self-respect and a little more dignity. Now, all of this stuff is just my opinion. This is me, how I feel and what I've been thinking about. But we have to stop being so superficial and pointing the finger at, oh, look at her hair or look what she got on. Or That stuff's so petty. That is so petty. And it's so self-defeating for us. So what? Maybe that's all she can afford. Does that mean she don't got a good that she don't got a good head on her shoulders that she doesn't deserve to make it or him for that matter? It shouldn't. But guess what? We've gotten so used to in this society um, in making ourselves comfortable in discrediting, dishonoring, disrespecting ourselves instead of loving, uplifting, supporting and being kind to each other. All I'm asking is just that. You just kind of think about what I kind of said about the superficial. We've got to dig deeper in ourselves than being the life of the party at every single party. Like not every party is that kind of party. You got to understand. I like, and the reason I'm saying this now, okay. So I was watching this, um, this broadcast of, I think it was like, um, uh, fashion week overseas. I think it was in like, uh, Paris or whatever. Right. So it was like Megan Thee Stallion, Sierra. It was a bunch of people of color that was there, right? With a bunch of white people, right? Why were we the only ones sitting up there twerking and stuff at this type of event? Like, really? You guys are already successful, beautiful black women. Why? Why? Come on, y'all. Let's do better. That's all I'm saying. We can't keep being so superficial in everything. We can't keep showing up first with our ass. We can't keep putting ourselves at risk for um, bad outcomes because we are we are teaching our young people that this is what they have to look like in order to be successful, in order to make it through social media. You got to have a big ass and you got to do this and you got to do that. And in order to do that, for many, many of these young people, they don't have money for plastic surgery, not the good plastic surgery. And even some of the older people who are falling into the the um, hands or the thoughts of needing to change themselves to fit in with everyone else. Now, don't get me wrong. Because I'm not a I'm not opposing plastic surgery. What I'm saying though is that it should be done by someone who is a professional seriously in it. Like don't go overseas for it. Even if you do your research, going overseas puts you at such an increased risk for death compared to having it done home at here at home. You gotta get back home after the surgery. Even if you stay there for a couple of weeks, who is to say that you won't have a horrible complication in them? What? There's been so many recent reports of women dying um, at the hands of surgeons overseas because it's cheaper to go over there than to stay here and do it. Or going to um, these, I call them chop shops, because they're, they're, they're cycling these surgeries like it's an assembly line, back to back to back to back. And it's just like, are these surgeons really certified to do all these like BBLs and stuff? Do you know that fat embolism is one of the leading causes of death in plastic surgery right now? 
it's not worth it. And it's because not every plastic surgery surgeon is trained in doing BBLs. And if you inject the fat too deep, you put your patient at risk for a fat embolism. And what that is, it's just like a blood clot that breaks off from your leg and travels to your lung. But instead of it being a, a blood clot, it's a fat bulb of fat that, that breaks off from your surgery site or your liposuction site and travels to your lung. And then boom, you're dead. Like it's just not risky. Or the, the, the injections that everybody was going through, and I'm sure there's probably still doing them somewhere just to get the big behind, you know, they're, they're injecting, uh, uh, Substances that aren't even supposed to be going inside of a human body. Look at all the surgery, corrective surgery uh, Kay Michelle had to do to correct that, to reverse it. She got money. Just think of y'all who don't, who's trying to fit in with the crowd. And again, don't get me wrong. I'm not opposing plastic surgery at all. Hell, I plan to have an abdominal plasty done, which is where they pull my um, abdominal muscles back together. I had three kids, so... My abdominal muscles are three inches apart and no amount of sit-ups will pull it back together. I have to have it pulled back together if I want my stomach to um, go completely flat. That's just something I got to do. I don't necessarily care too much about the the behind at almost 50. You know, if I have to, if I really, really want a behind, I'm going to go work for it in the gym. It's not that serious for me though. I've never really been that superficial type of person. Like if you come to my apartment, it's so minimal. I'm a minimalist. I don't need all that. I don't need a whole bunch of stuff. I don't need a lot of name brand stuff to make me feel like I made it. Because that stuff is irrelevant. That That's not going to get you into, into the kingdom. You know, you can't take that stuff with you when you leave. So therefore, I'm not going to increase my debt by trying to keep up with the Joneses who nobody has ever met. So all I'm saying is instead of being so superficial and judgmental toward everyone, um, give people grace and just understand that not everybody can afford a stylist. Not everybody can afford to get their hair done. Not everybody can afford expensive wigs. Not everybody can afford expensive makeup. Not everybody can afford to go get their makeup done. You know, not, these things are not important. They're just not when you really, really think about it. We're, we're living through a, pan, a pandemic now that has been going on for almost three years now. That should be the focus on how we can keep each other healthy and safe versus showing up with our ass first. That's all I wanted to say. Just a quick little something, something, quick little word. Um, let me know what you think in the comments below for my YouTube. I'm kind of doing a dual recording here, one for my podcast and one for um, my YouTube channel. But I just am wanting us to think a little bit deeper and to um, be kind to each other because not everybody is going to be on the same boat. It, it, I wish everybody could be. I wish it wasn't even playing field without all the competition. But I wish and I also wish that we could find a way to stop placing each other in so many different boxes that just don't even really matter. Not at the end of the day, they don't. We have to do better, people. I'm wishing everybody love, light, and blessings. Let's support each other. We don't need to compete. There's just no reason to compete. You know, there's enough to go around for everybody. It's society that convinced you otherwise. It's greed and ego that convinced you otherwise that you have to compete or you have to... Um, 
be superior to other other people when it in fact you you really do not you just don't again there's enough for everybody to go around let's learn to be kind let's stop pointing the finger and giggling at at someone else's um uh downfall not even a downfall or their lack thereof i'll call it that not everybody has money just remember what i said there's a ton of people that are homeless on the street right now that have a ton of knowledge, but they're being discounted because they're homeless. And a lot of them have mental illness that they just simply cannot help. And it's not that they, they um, I know some of you will say, well, if they were so smart, they would, they would get the help they need. That's not how mental health, uh, mental, um, health always works. And again, that's being judgmental. And until you walk in those shoes, don't make comments about it. And even if you do walk in those shoes, still don't make comments about it because guess what? Your path is yours and theirs is theirs. And just because you can get through something does not mean the next person can. Let's learn kindness. That's all. Kindness. I can't say it enough. Kindness. It goes a long way. You could be that one voice, that one smile, that one person that helps somebody get through a very difficult moment, time, or chapter in their life versus them trying to figure it out themselves and you coming through being awful and mean to them and that be the final step for them to say, I am done and try to, and they end their life. Like, let's let's do better. Let's be supportive of each other. Let's Let's learn to love each other. That's what we were put here to do love each other and be of service to each other be supportive of each other let's shoot for that love light and blessings love you all talk to you soon peace